Introduction by Deepak Chopra When my children, Malika and Gotham, were growing up, we had a ritual every night before they went to sleep. I would tell them a story, usually some sort of mythic tale involving good versus evil, nature, or talking animals. At some point, that qualified as a cliffhanger, where the story reached a climactic stage in which the central character had to confront a nemesis, face some dramatic challenge, or make a critical decision, I'd stop. I'd then ask them to dream up the ending overnight with as much drama as possible. With those instructions, they'd go off to sleep poised for an adventure. In the morning, when they woke up and climbed into our bed, I'd ask them to tell me about their dreams. I'd listen patiently as they narrated the quests they'd been on. I was amazed at their fertile imaginations and the magnificent journeys they went on in the midnight hours. Frequently, their stories reminded me of the great myths of humanity, those epic stories of good versus evil, romance and drama, betrayal, loyalty, conflict, conquest, virtue and vice, many emotions and experiences that they themselves had not yet confronted in their young lives. Were their innocent minds tapping into the deep reservoir of the collective imagination? The great Swiss psychologist Carl Jung made us aware of the collective unconscious and its archetypal symbols. Myths exist in this Akashic field or a non-local plane of existence, where information, and in this case, the collective imagination, is stored and from which it gets recreated generation after generation. Myths are the closest we can come to conceptualizing the non-conceptual, the infinite. They are the highest expression of the finite, of striving to articulate the infinite. These tales are primordial. They capture the transcendent and then cloak it with beginnings, middles and ends. Often the stories are similar, but take on modern masks and costumes. They have a simple plot and compelling characters and often depict the eternal struggle between good and evil, the sacred and profane, the divine and diabolical. The good guys keep winning, but never really win. The bad guys often lose, but occasionally give the impression that they've won. In truth, neither side ever really wins or loses, and the story never ends. This is the dance between creativity and inertia, between evolution and entropy. Later, as the kids grew up, when I traveled back from my ancestral homeland in India, I'd bring them suitcases full of native comics that retold the great epics of our Indian heritage. This, of course, further stimulated their imaginations, since the great stories of countless gods and goddesses, emperors and conquerors, were so vividly depicted in the pages of those comics. I like to think that all of this played a very strong role in the fact that both Malika and Gotham have grown up to be great storytellers. While in high school, Gotham was never the strongest student as far as grades go, but his creativity was noticeable, and that trend continued in college, when he attended Columbia University in New York City. As I always had, I chose to focus my support on those areas he was interested in, rather than worry about his grades in areas he seemed disinterested in. I encouraged his collegiate explorations in the subjects of comparative religion, literature, and film. Upon graduation, 
he and his friend Sharad Devarajan conceived the idea of reimagining some of the Indian stories chronicled in those old comic books and bringing them to the world. Together, they started to recruit young writers and artists in India, one of whom is named Jeevan Kang. These mavericks were mostly young men who otherwise would likely have ended up working as outsourcers for big Western studio conglomerates, but were instead excited by the idea of flexing their creative muscles and dreaming up new characters and stories. Soon, Gotham and Sharad approached Sir Richard Branson for investment support, and together they formed a comic book company called Virgin Comics. Today, after years of building the company with the Virgin Group, it is now owned mostly by Gotham and Sharad and is named Liquid Comics. www.liquidcomics.com Gotham, Sharad and the creators they have assembled.